would you rather be than right here, right now? For Bills fans. Let's go, Buffalo! By Bills fans. Only Buffalo is going to win it! This is the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast with Brad the Bruiser Icorn and Alex Jones. This place is pandemonium! Here's Brad the Bruiser Icorn. And welcome back for another edition of the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast. I know we've waited a long time since the Bills season ended in January to get back to the gridiron. And the Buffalo Bills will kick off the 2023 NFL season when they take on the New York Jets coming up on Monday Night Football. I am Brad the Bruiser Icorn. He's Alex Jones. And Alex, we've, we've been waiting and waiting to get this season kicked off. We're finally uh, at that point here. What's the excitement level from your standpoint? I mean, it, it's the most excited you can be, right? It is. You're ready for week one. Um, everything's been leading up to this draft, free agency, training camp, preseason. And you know what? You just it, It's just like waiting for Christmas. It's waiting for your birthday. It's, it is the most exciting time of the year. Now, it, it seemed... You know, the Jets felt that they were, you know, one quarterback away from having a team. They go out there and they get who would be, you know, a a first ballot Hall of Famer in Aaron Rodgers. Uh, So you have Aaron Rodgers come in. Uh, You know, they pick up a lot of his former Packer teammates there at the receiving core. Uh, You know, Alan Lazard coming in and company. Um, Going into this game, I mean, there's a lot of buzz around the New York Jets and Rightfully so. I'll give him that. You know, Garrett Wilson and uh, Aaron Rodgers seem to have, you know, already a good relationship formed at this point. You know, it's on 9-11. It's, you know, right near New York City. How does Buffalo come in and just steal all that momentum and shut them down in week one? It, they just have to go out there and have the staunch defense they've had for the past few years. They have to go out there and honestly just execute like this team knows how they can you know um it it just seems like at times um the bills lose themselves a little bit and in all honesty we're one of the most star-studded teams in the nfl with an all-pro cornerback and or quarterback all-pro cornerback all-pro weak side linebacker um so you know they you just gotta go out there and execute that's the bottom line all right, Buffalo coming in, you know, there's been, you know, buzz in the offseason, you know, does Diggs want to be here? Uh, you know, do they still have a good relationship with him? I think Diggs quite all that down. There's still been buzz from the media regardless here. I think this is where the Bills come out and try to hit him in the mouth. We'll start on the offensive side of the ball. Josh looks poised for a big season. James Cook looks like he's ready to take next steps. Uh, you know, we see the first-round pick and Dalton Kincaid coming in, you know, as that flex tight end, a guy who they'll put out in the slot. Uh, we see, you know, Trent Sherfield come in, uh, Deontay Hardy, uh, you know, some good additions on this team. I feel better about this team coming into this season, at least from an offensive standpoint, when, than when they were Super Bowl favorites starting last season. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, you, you have some holes or some question marks, rather, in middle linebacker, um, you know, how the defensive line is going to fare. 
without Vaughn Miller. And but overall, there's more to like about this team than last year's team. You know, you replace. You're looking like it's going to replace Isaiah McKenzie snaps with Dalton Kincaid, who's looked so smooth during the whole preseason, like just absolutely the smoothest guy on the field. Um, and looks like he's going to be in line for a huge market share of offensive snaps this year. Um, Deontay Hardy, uh, Trent Sherfield, Trent Sherfield's a guy when opponents, when opposing players are like, we're going to miss that guy, you know it's a good sign. You know it's a good signing when opposing players and opposing fans like, man, you guys really got a good one because, you know, on the seat, the Bills did. And so um, I'm excited to see on offense who comes out. I think Dalton Kincaid is going to prove himself. I also think, in all honesty, that we're set up for a very um, a very exciting team this year. I think James Cook and Damian Harris and uh, Latavius Murray might be the best backfield we have seen from a Bills group in quite some time. You know, that is a that is a pretty elite group of running backs who can really offer you a lot of different things. Damian Harris is one of the best, you know, the best um, like running backs in short yardage and will take a lot of the snaps away from Josh. Tavius Murray has had nine straight seasons as a five, having 500 rushing yards, which is insane to think about. At least 500 rushing yards. Um, I, I just think that there's a lot of teams that would love to have this backfield, and James Cook, who's going to offer a lot in, you know, sort of a pass catching role. Um, so I'm really excited to see what the team can do especially in the running back room. It feels like they put a real focus on um, on getting guys who can um, put the ball in the end zone and take that stress off Josh and let Josh be more of a passer than a runner. This is the Buffalo Bills Draft House podcast getting set for the Jets and the Bills. Follow us across our social media platforms. You can follow me at Bills Bruiser. Follow Alex at TW Callahan DHS. Follow us at Draft House Sports. Find us online at drafthousesports.com and facebook.com slash Buffalo Bills Draft House. All right. Monday Night Football from the Meadowlands and 815 kickoff available on ESPN and ABC. I feel bad for all the folks out there who have Spectrum that are out of market, can't watch this game. Uh, hopefully they get an agreement done. I doubt it's going to be done by Monday. But, uh, you know, there are other options out there available. If you can, obviously, going to any local drinking establishment is an option. Uh, NFL Plus for in-market games as well. Um, but, Yeah. It's, it's all come down to this that we've been waiting and waiting and yammering and yammering, and here we come, season's around the corner. Yeah, and, you know, it, it's it's just an exciting time of year, Brad. I, it's also sad that, in all honesty, we, you know, people are going to lose out on this game because of a quarrel between, <laughs> between two insanely rich organizations. Like, so rich, they really don't need to be worrying about this. Yet they're going to ruin a lot of people's fun because of it. All right. Well, the 
Buffalo Bills defense got interesting yesterday when uh, Sean McDermott announced that Terrell Bernard will be the starting middle linebacker. What are your thoughts on that going into the season, beating out Tyrell Dotson and company? Honestly, I'm very excited. I, I think that he brings a lot to the table at middle linebacker. Super athletic guy um, and brings a lot that we saw from Edmonds. So I'm interested in seeing, you know, he doesn't have the exact length or size of Edmonds, but he's got a really good athletic profile like Edmonds. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how he, how he fares. You know, we knew what we were getting out of Tyrell Dobson or AJ Klein or any of those guys. In actuality, everybody knows what you're getting from them, right? It's Dobson's great against the run, really struggles against the pass. Um, AJ Klein is going to be, you know, a solid dependable type, um, but really, you know, can't, you're not going to count on him to be guarding the Travis Kelties of the world. Um, so it makes a lot of sense for Buffalo to go with Terrell Bernard, you know, basically just taking a shot that he is going to be the best option. And I, I like it. Honestly, him coming out of the preseason, he missed some time with a hamstring injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times, those guys, you know, taking the mental reps can help just as much as taking the physical reps. And I'm curious to see how much that he rotates with Tyrell Dotson or if he's, you know, the man just like Tremaine Edmonds was. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, Edmonds wasn't really the, you know, Edmonds is kind of wasn't really the man until his second season. You know, there was a lot, there was a lot left on the uh, cob, so to speak, with Edmonds, where he, he did leave some stuff on the field. He, he didn't, at times, um, make the best plays as a rookie, so it'll be interesting to see if, given the extra year for Trell Bernard, that he... Um, if he can come in with a little more foresight than Edmonds did his rookie year. All right. Uh, other big news here on the starting lineup, Christian Benford uh, winning the cornerback two spot here, beating out Dane Jackson and uh, Kair Elam in this one. Um, I'm not surprised, but I wouldn't be at all surprised if we see Elam and Jackson go ahead and rotate in as well um, and see, you know, a multiple corner set. Uh, quite a few times that we've seen, you know, in the past from this Bills defense. Granted, new defense here in Sean McDermott, and I think a, a team that wisely didn't put too much on film in preseason. Yeah, and you know that's kind of what you look for in the preseason from your offense. You want you want guys getting reps, but at the same time, you don't really want to put too much out there so that the opponents can know or figure out what to expect from you. Some pillars, though, on this defense. Uh, it starts out at the will linebacker spot with Matt Milano, a guy who has been a leader that I thought we were going to lose a couple of years ago in free agency. Brandon Bean was able to work everything out for them to be able to bring Matt Milano. Having his presence in here, even subtracting Tremaine Edmonds, is huge on this defense. Yeah, and I mean, Matt Milano out of the two, like, Tremaine Edmonds was very good. Matt Milano was elite. He was an elite guy no matter where he was. So it, it is, you know, it, it's kind of an, an addition by subtraction. You know, you're not willing to take on the extra money 
for uh, you know this, if you think a guy on your roster can produce similarly on a rookie deal. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he plays without Tremaine Edmonds. Um, but I'm ex- really excited to see what what happens because of it. Let's talk about who's not playing, and that is Von Miller. He's on the pup list. Uh, the earliest we'd see him at least practicing is going into week five. Uh, I thought this was the right thing to do to get Vaughn 100% ready because, you know, being said it, and it was my thought all along, we don't need Vaughn Miller in September. We need him in January. Um, we need him down the stretch. So to get him 100% right and healthy, I think Vaughn's going to be poised and ready to go. I don't expect him to be, you know, kind of what Trey was last year in a shell coming out. I think Vaughn's going to be shot out of a cannon when he's ready to get out on the field. That I think putting him on the pup to start out the season was the right thing to do. Yeah, I completely agree, Brad. I think that's the smart play. It's also, you don't want to force him in too early and risk possible another possible injury. You know, you really don't want to put your star defensive and a guy who can change the game for you in a position where you could get him hurt and then you miss even more time. On the defensive line, uh, some major continuity on this front here, at least at the tackle positions. Ed Oliver uh, comes back as they extend him. Daquan Jones coming into a contract year. Same with Tim Settle. Jordan Phillips re-signs. He's back. Puna Ford comes in from Seattle. Just at the defensive tackle spot, I like what they're going to be able to do to rotate guys in and keep bodies fresh. Yeah, I agree. I, I think this defensive tackle unit might be our most improved along the entire, you know, in, uh, I mean, the defensive line as a whole is improved. Um, you got guys, you really got some excellent guys along the edge. You know, can Leonard bring Leonard Floyd in is huge. Bringing Puna Ford in is huge. Dequan Jones's second year at Oliver off an extension. It, this is a much improved unit, and I'm really excited to see what they can do with another year under their belt with Eric Washington. So the Bills come in, I mean, poised and ready, I think, on both sides of the ball. Special teams, um, you know, at least from a kicking and punting standpoint with Sam Martin and T-Bass at this point look well. Deontay Hardy, he's getting a job right now to start out pump return and kick return. Um, how do you feel about special teams going in this year? I think, you know, it's a core group of guys that um, I – I, I, I think I feel good going in. We'll see what we get out of the return game. Uh, you know, Shakir is listed as that as well. Uh, second pump return and on the kickoff return as well. That's my, what I'm more interested to see, but great to know that they have the foundation laid here uh, with a reliable punter and kicker. Yeah, I, I mean, Martin and Bass are, you know, Martin has looked fan, maybe is one of the best punters in the NFL last season and looks like he just got better this offseason. The Bills look really smart for signing him and it's exciting to see what these two can do. Uh, uh, Reed Ferguson got caught for a cup of coffee and then came back in um, and re-signed with the team as just sort of a way to get people on IR. So, you know, those three, those core three, it seems like the Bills with Tyler Bass getting an extension have their group of guys for a while. 
All right, let's go ahead and get into this matchup specifically. All right, Bills Jets coming up from the Meadowlands on Monday night. Uh, you know, some very good players on this Jet squad. Obviously, we we talked about uh, you know the elephant in the room. It's Aaron Rodgers, elephant in the room, the big guns in the room. How about that here? Rodgers coming in. Uh, after you know a very good career in Green Bay, several MVPs, won a Super Bowl is there, but then you know he comes in with some young guys. Garrett Wilson going into another year here. The former Central Michigan product, of course, Tyler Conklin in at at tight end, maybe not the the big name here. The question surrounding the Jets outside of these names that I've touched on is the offensive line, and I'm curious in this one. If the Bills can really get after Aaron Rodgers and make him look like they did when, you know, Rodgers came to Highmark Stadium last year as a Packer. Yeah, and I'm pretty confident, you know, I, the thing I would love to see just because I love, you know, some of the storylines you get in the NFL, if Rodgers goes to the Jets and then retires after one year and then signs with the Vikings because Kirk Cousins seals up, that would just make me so happy. You know what I mean? Just to have that, just to have that, um, you know, that, that, that sick little thing, that recycling of Rogers always never wanted to be Favre and then he just turns into Favre would make that, would make me laugh so, so hard. Yeah. And, you know, it seems like you know, anything could happen at this point. You know, a guy who, you know, was in the twilight of his career, you know, on, you know, a possible flyer here, um, that I'm ready to see this game, you know, happen. I'm, I'm sick of all the talk. I'm sick of all, you know, the Jets proclaimed, though, they're going to win the Super Bowl this year because they went out and got Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I'm going to let everything in the field do the talking. It'll start this Monday. Yeah, I completely agree. It's kind of... It, it's the talking talking's done. Let's get to the main event. And, you know, having the bills on Monday night football to start out the season, it really does feel like a special thing but, you know, the bills for so long were the pariah of prime time football. And now it feels like, I think we have more, um, more prime time games than we do one o'clock games, which feels weird. You know, it feels almost like a little bit raw that, you know, so many games are going to not be able to be seen at 1 p.m. Well, we've taken, I wouldn't say a vow of silence, but more of a vow of we're not going to predict Bills games anymore. Uh, You know, it's something we used to do all the time, and we just swore off of it the last couple years here. Uh, But what are some things you want to see in this game uh, out of the Buffalo Bills? You know, they just got to play fast, loose, and aggressive, and that's it. You know, that's the... That's been the Bills football for the longest time, and I think it's the truth. If they're out there playing that style, playing, getting after the quarterback, really pushing it on the field and off the field, like you, that's how they're going to be successful. That's how this team is going to be successful. Do you think we'll see a drastic difference at all in defensive philosophy and execution with Sean McDermott calling the plays? I think we'll definitely see more. It, it, it feels like we're going to see more aggressive play style um, and just a lot of maybe a lot more blitzing than we're used to, maybe a little more, you know, pushing the action than we're used to as Bills fans. 
Um, and I'm really excited to see it, honestly. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the Buffalo Bills Draft House podcast. Make sure you find us across our social media at TW Callahan DHS. Follow me at Bills Bruiser at DHS Buffalo. Uh, you can find us on Facebook.com slash Buffalo Bills Draft House and DraftHouseSports.com. Bills Jets coming up on Monday night, coming up later next week. We'll get set to recap it and preview the home opener as the Bills will host the Vegas Raiders. For Alex Jones, I'm Brad the Bruiser Icorn. Go Bills. This has been the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast. Available on Spotify, Odyssey, Prime Music, Audible, or wherever you get your podcast. An R Street Media production.